Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. So, I'm listening to your podcast on the drive home. Firstly, thanks very much for having it ready for me to drive home on a Thursday. Secondly, five minutes in, how fucking pissed are you? Everybody in the club gets Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, postwrestling.com, iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcast, your wrestling podcast. Davey, that was your friend sending you a voice message from yeah, last week's he, episode. He rumbled me. I'd like to start with a very sincere apology. I was slightly tipsy oh. last week. Oh, were um, you? I'd had a few... Um, beverages. <laughs> I didn't know. Um, so, I mean, this is what happens when you're British. You're British, <laughs> and you're working until midnight, right. and I'm off from what six? Yeah, or wasn't even working. Like, how else am I going to fill that time? Sure. Um, so sure. yeah, I had a had a few cold ones, and as you do, and then had to record NXT and. I'm going to admit it was a struggle. It's not something I want to repeat. Uh, I I don't think the show was bad, um, but thank you, Braden, for um, really um, carrying the show. Taking the reins last week. I'm a yeah. professional. You I'm are a professional broadcaster. Yeah, I went to school for broadcasting. Exactly. Um, I didn't think you were that bad, but but I hang out with you way too often. Yeah. We've become very very good uh, bar hopping friends. I I knew you were a little uh, tipsy as the song. Actually, you requested this song, so uh, which I you you really impressed. This is why we're friends. Um, so I think you were fine, but uh, you, we're drinking right Although now. I thought it was by Fifty Cent and what is it, Ja Rule? Or? It's like a one hit wonder. I think Jake Kwan, I believe. Yeah, Whatever. Okay. Someone's mad at me. If you thought Fifty Cent, but um, we'll play Fifty Cent later. Um, no, please. Um, and now we're, we we just watched NXT uh, this week. And we're having some cider mixed with some white wine because we're uh, professionals. Like I say, we're professionals. <laughs> I'm drinking Grower's Cider yep. Harvest Stone Fruit. It's really nice. It's like peach and plum. 
It's um, delicious, sure. It's, it's pretty good. Canadian. That's pretty good. Uh, so the wine rack's like the closest place to get alcohol. <laughs> wine, rack, wine rack is lit, David. And uh, yeah, it's not um, bad. We, uh, we didn't drink this, but we went out on Friday night last week to a very special event called Ring of Honor War of the Worlds. It came here to Toronto. We got a little tipsy during that show as well. Yeah, but good level. Like um, we told ourselves to stay on a on a positive. Well, as we said last line, week, we were, we were uh, we were going to my friend Taylor's uh, birthday house party. After John and Way did not come to the and house. John party. and Way surprisingly didn't come. Um, although I heard their podcast the other day, and they were like saying how they feel like they're forty years older than us and stuff. <laughs> although after Ring of Honor I had to have a nap and then was pretty much asleep, stood up throughout yeah, the Yeah, I was pretty party. mad at you actually after I know Ring you of were. Honor. Um, you, we we went from Ring of Honor to back to your place to grab like our, our drinks and kind of change uh, out of our wrestling shirts. Well, I stayed in the Bullet Club shirt yeah. at the party. You did not. Uh, you opted to change out of your Fight Steen fight shirt before <laughs> the party, which, you know, it's reasonable. It's a party. You know, you want to look respectable because uh, it says violence and brutality on the back of it. Yeah. But then you decided to literally have a 20-minute power nap. I needed it. And like, I'm... I'm not a good sleeper. I feel like sometimes I have sleeping things. I, I, I like to smoke a lot. That helps me sleep. Um, but you literally were like, I'm going to sleep. And you were out. Yeah. Can I, you like so fall asleep on I demand? I can't. Like, um, Damn. I wasn't meant to work that day. Oh, sure. Right. So and you worked plan, all day. And right? I've like, tomorrow's my first day off in sure. nine, ten days. Okay. And I wasn't meant to work that day, but I picked up a day shift. So my plan was always just take it easy during the day. Needed to tidy my room and just do, you know, general stuff. Sure. Um, and I ended up having to work and then go straight from and work to meeting you. Honor. To drinks, to Ring of Honor. Then to napping, like, then a party. Yeah, I was zapped. Well, Ring of Honor was quite fun. Uh, we got to see Cody. Cody Rhodes versus Jushin Thunder Liger. That was an amazing match. Yeah. That was a really fun match. Um, Naito versus Pier City Bruiser, which I thought was a bit of a yeah, weird waste. He struggled kinda. a bit with the Destino. It's still fun. Yeah, uh, like, he did it, was, it, twice. it wasn't bad. Um, Actually, it was still a pretty good match. But the match that I wanted to see, and that guy, everyone talking, and we, I told you that this was a match I wanted, and all during the show at Ted Reeves, we were wandering around, and shout outs to listeners and, uh, uh, and, uh, supporters of post wrestling, we we saw you a bunch of you. Me and Davey ca- kind of ran into some of them, but I know there was people wearing uh, the post shirts, and you're wearing one right now. I am, Davey. yeah. Um, and uh, shout out everyone there. The Toronto people traveled also for this show too. Yeah, to we watch. Uh, was he from Detroit? Detroit. We, we met, met someone from Detroit. Yeah, yeah, we met a few people from traveling from and all over who, uh, yeah. Newfoundland. Uh, a bunch of people, um, but. Uh, so shout out to all uh, all the people we love. I, I love uh, one of my favorite things about doing this stupid nerdy wrestling podcast is meeting people who actually listen and and kind of they know things about me, but I know nothing because they listen and hear me talk rubbish and then they they know about me. But sh- shout out to all those people. But I wanted to see the Young Bucks versus Super Smash Brothers, and I said, you know, I'm like I want to get like a back of the back of the arena kind of view so I can see everything because when the Young Bucks have matches. They're flying all over the place. I like to see everything. Mm. So I like a good view. So we went to the back and went, when that match was on so we could see everything. But And for those that don't know the Ted Reeve Arena... It's, it's quite tiny. It's a small it's like a like, hockey arena. Hockey arena. So, but they still have the glass up. Yeah. Um, which is kind of, kind of weird. To yeah, I don't like it, but no. You get, you get a way better view if you're stood 
like I know me and you are quite ground. taller, but so you we just could gotta yeah. look through that glass. So me and you are getting ready during the entrances. Uh, the Young Bucks come out, their pyros hitting, and the Super Smash Brothers are coming out, which is uh, Stu Grayson and uh, Evil Uno are the Super Smash Brothers. And if you have not seen this match, you need to watch this match. Uh, the Young Bucks now are trying to get Ring of Honor to sponsor the Smash Bros. Oh, really? To be able to just work a full Ring of Honor contracts because they are not they don't have. They're not sponsored for their work visas, so they need to buy a company. Was it you that told me that yeah, they, it, they the Bucks not, requested to work with they them? They requested to work with them. I'd never heard of them. I don't think I've ever seen them yeah, before. They're like, I believe they've done I was PWG. Really impressed. Yeah, this was a great. This is the match of the night. And me and you, right before the end, right, during the entrances, we saw. We, we took. We seized an opportunity to. We're very cheeky little fellows here. Uh, I have this uh, this like vape pen thing, and we decided to do it inside the Ted Reeves Arena as this match was starting. So we took a few hits, a few hits of that, and then we, me and you, were literally on our feet because we were standing during this match. But wow, what a match it was! Young Bucks are my favorite thing in wrestling because they're just so out there, and, and you never know what kind of spots you'll see. But uh, we had I a lot of fun. I also hope Matt never recovers from that no. back injury because it's. <laughs> Like the selling, it just works in every yes. match I've seen him do. Um, but yeah, it was great. It finished with a um, fuck. What is? I the Melter Driver. The Melter Driver. Yeah. But they like knocked out the opponent, so they were tombstoning yes. themselves. Yes, yes, that was a cool spot. Yeah, I, I, def- I join the Honor Club or join whatever. And shout out to our, our friend Jordan who uh, helped us uh, get in yeah, there. Thank uh, you very Jordan, much. You're the man. Um, and, and, and yeah, go check out this match, Honor Club, whatever you got to do. Ring of Honor, Super Smash Bros. versus the Young Bucks, uh, War of the Worlds Toronto. This was crazy. This was super great. And then we went to our house party. Yep. <laughs> and then I drank too much of your friend's champagne. Um, yeah. Danced to too many Post Malone songs. You did. And you wouldn't let me go home. Because you were I a was, quitter. You were tapping I out. Was, I was literally falling asleep, stood up. And I'm like, I mean, you know my friends. I was like, stay, I need to go home. And you were just going, oh, but there, there are so many hot girls oh, here. Oh, I didn't I'm say like, that. You, you put words in my mouth. You did. No, and I was like, Brayden, there are, there are three hot girls here. We're friends with all of them, and they've all got boyfriends. So, like, come on, let's call it a night. That's. I don't recall ever saying those things. Yeah, um, but it sounded it sounded like we had fun. Johnny Way did not show up. I think they had car trouble. Is why they couldn't. Fi- or no, their Google gave them the wrong address. Oh uh, yeah. yeah, they couldn't. Maybe find next time. Yeah, they'll uh, they'll we'll party with them. Yeah, maybe we'll party with Johnny Way in a different city in the near future. What are you suggesting? Ah, we'll figure it out. Ah. Yeah. Maybe we'll get Macaulay Culkin involved somehow. Yeah. I hear Chicago's nice in September. Yeah, actually, yeah, Chicago. I've never been there before. Weekend? Actually, it is your birthday. Yeah. Uh, it's early September in yeah, Chicago. It's... We'll see. Yeah, maybe. Matter. Who knows? We'll we'll talk about it. Hmm. But what we should talk about is this week's episode of NXT. Every week, we review NXT Wednesday nights or Thursdays, whenever you're getting this podcast. So today, Wednesday, May 16th, 2018, NXT from Full Sail University in Florida. And oh my goodness, 
Johnny Gargano's theme music hits. He's recovered. He's back. He's back. Psych. It is not. It is Tomasa Ciampa. He comes down to the ring while people are booing him. The theme cuts. It's just boos. A wave of boos here at Full Sail. He is a prick. He is a terrible, terrible human being with his cheeky wave and all that stuff. Um, the most heel thing about Ciampa, in my opinion, is I can't buy his t-shirt. So, yeah, but when I was at uh, WrestleMania... <laughs> Tell me they were selling it. I s- no, but I saw people wearing it. Oh, that's some bullshit. So these people, I feel, must have, like... Made it? Made it themselves. But it was... It had... Uh, that's insane. It was okay, exactly that's a little. Insane. That's a little excessive. I know. I don't know about and that. Like those people, I wish I spoke to them and found out where it was. I really wish you did. It's such a fucking good show. I can't believe that's a thing. Because, like, people who make the video game things, like, say someone comes out with a new shirt this week at a pay per view, people on the new video games, WWE, on Mm. PS4, Xbox One, whatever, they'll create the shirts, like, the day of. Oh, yeah. And that's, like, it's it's cool in a nerdy, really nerdy way. But making your own version of a shirt is really yeah. Fun. <laughs> Speaking of video game, I um, I mean this is a couple of weeks old now, but I don't know if you heard. Sure. Uh, Randy Orton's tattoo artist is suing uh, 2K. Whoa! Bit for like basically stealing her art. Whoa! Yeah, that's like CM Punk couldn't have the Pepsi logo in his video game characters. Remember, like he oh, was really? had it blurred out. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Whoa, that's so, crazy. Yeah, she's suing them for like doing complete replicas of for sure yeah they should be paid for Um, but also it's like well it's on that person's body i don't know that's interesting it's weird i need some more tattoos i've been trying to save up money for some tattoos i need to be cooler i need to have some more tattoos yeah you Um, you do need to be cool (laughs) (laughs) you have a ps4 but we we have we are friends Mm. and i don't believe we've ever played wwe uh you have the newest one 2k18 uh i uh two yeah yeah 2k18 we've never played are you good at it uh, I haven't played for a while. I'm. Okay. You, are you the guy who creates their own guy with their own I, moves, I, or do you I play as myself? Uh, I've got a cool, a cool T-shirt. What's your, what's your guy's name? And then uh, his name is Davy Portman, DVP. Ah, yeah. right. That's yeah. that's clever. I don't v know. V stands what... for victory. D- yeah, sure. Yeah. We should play. We should yeah, play. And then it. and then we should go on Twitch. Sure. <laughs> what's Twitch? Where you stream video games, you stream each other. All right, whoever whoever's listening to this and thinks me and Davey should do a Twitch for up next stuff where we play WWE, we'll we'll do that. All right. But I I think I you would beat me in the games. Probably I'm not very good. I... If we play Here Comes the Pain, I'll murder you. But if we play the newer stuff, I think I'll lose. No Mercy, might no be Mercy. Oh, you've got an N64, haven't you? I do. I have an N64 I'm, and No Mercy. I'm I have all the games. Are yeah. you good at it? Yeah, yeah. I'm not good at No Mercy, but no, I, I'm down to fight you. I'll fight you. No mercy. no mercy, Golden Eye. Oh, then you're dead. Mario Kart. If it was cart, like friendships get ruined. So I don't know. <laughs> Friendship. <laughs> Fucking blue shell. <laughs> yeah. Oh, blue shell. You. I'm it, good. I remember with the being game. a student and like I had Mario Kart on the Wii and um, some mornings I I think my housemates have Tourette's and then <laughs> I you... and then I'd go in. Oh, they're just playing Mario. Kart. Yeah. Like I'm a very like anyone who's ever known me. I'm a very like very cool, calm, and collective yeah. kind of person. Yeah, you are. But when I play Mario Kart, it comes out. I get mad. I saw a meme once that literally said, I'm sorry for the things I say during yeah, Mario Kart. Yeah, it's true. It's I get so, so mad. I get so mad because it's like, you could think you're winning for two rounds and then the last lap, boom, someone's like, I have really good aim with a green shell and you got yeah. boat. 
Um, but somehow we're talking about Mario Kart. Well, yeah, if we we should work on Twitch. I feel like tw- we're young millennials. We need to be twitching more. So <laughs> ooh, wait, that sounds weird. We need to be on Twitch more. So if anyone is interested in watching us play video games, let us know, and maybe we'll do it. That sounds like fun. But uh, Champa is not a video game character unless you download Cause or whatever, because he is here tonight in full sale. He's coming out to Johnny Gargano's music. What a mean person. Um, he says that Gargano beat me. He won the battle, but I will always win the war. He's at home in a neck brace, and I am here. I broke his mind. I broke his spirit. I broke his body. I win. This is where the crowd chants, you tapped out. And this is where Candice LeRae comes down to the ring. In her girlfriend clothes. In her girlfriend? No, she's a wife. Wife wife clothes. clothes. She She looked good. She did look good. She's always in her ring gear kind of stuff. Yeah, she just, yeah. Her Johnny Gargano shirt. Yeah, now she's just kind of dressed. Yeah, now she looked looked very nice here. She looked very good. Beautiful. Um, But she's playing a good character. I find that Gargano and Candice are the best actors in WWE. Yeah. And you know what? Dressing the part is part of it. And she did. She just looked like a concern. Like, she's coming down exactly. here to figure this out, Completely. right? The storyline here is very good. And Candace comes out. She says, Tomasa, I used to think I knew you. But you're, you're obsessed with ruining our lives. She says, you are, you are truly broken. No matter how broken Johnny gets, you are the broken one. That's borderline Matt Hardy territory yeah. of broken. She says that you are a monster. And in the end, you will know that Johnny is better than you. And she drops the microphone. But this is where Champa picks it up. And he says, listen, Johnny is not even half the man that I am. He says, I lived with you guys for two years. And trust me, I know that you're more of a man than Johnny is. And when I was in your wedding party, the day of your wedding, standing there, I thought to myself... How could she marry such a big... And then, boom, Candace slaps Champa right in the mouth. Big old slap. And then walks away. And then this is the end of the segment. But it fades away with Champa, like, kind of mouthing the words, I win. So, obviously, this is definitely leading to a rematch of some sort. What do we think? Our our people on Twitter, at the Bray D, at Davey Portman... They're all saying that it's an ambulance match. Or something I really crazy. hope not. You think that's too... I don't like ambulance letdown? matches. Um, I mean, ambulance matches are kind of lame, but if it's these two, they're they're really good at things. They're great, yeah. Um, uh, I don't know. I feel like it would be the stipulation. I mean, I've said it. I want the first Cell match. Cell. You want yeah, NXT want Hell in a Cell. Yeah, you know I what? Think, you make sense. It, I think... It would be, it's at the Money in the Bank yeah. show? So yeah, I feel ladder's sure. too much. Yeah, They've just done ladder before... Uh, they'll do two ladder matches that weekend. I don't know. I find that these... Th- I'm going to say these three, being Ciampa, Gargano, and, and Candice, are really good at selling the story here. Oh, completely. I mean, whatever match it is, uh, it's going to be good. Yes. We know it's going to exactly. be good. Exactly. It's instantly... I just... Name... <sighs> name one name good ambulance one match. There's ambulance. probably not any that are good. I mean, it was it was fun, that Strowman-Roman one, where Roman yeah, even killed I didn't him at like the end. Though. But like... Okay, so Hell in a Cell. Sure. I'm down. Why not? Takeover, you do that as the main event. It has to be the main event. Yeah. And they kill and each I, other. I like, I mean, we'll get onto it later in the show, but a few weeks ago we were talking, oh, is it going to be a three-way or whatever? Fair. It's, it's clear that it's now. Not. It is like, not. Like, Alistair Black's in a separate thing. Yes. Which I'm, which is good. I'm happy about. Yeah. yeah. I think these guys deserve the main slot again. I think so. 
Um, both of them has wor- have worked so hard to, to, to be here and look, they're main eventing again. So yeah, yeah uh, I'm super, in- I've been saying this every week on this show. This is one of the best storylines wrestling right now. Oh, completely. If you're not, like, I'm not a huge, I've been picking and choosing what I'm watching from the main roster because I'm really, to be honest, like disappointed in the main roster yeah. right now. This is a good storyline. This is fantastic. I, I really can't wait to see what happens with these guys. Uh, up next is Brandy Lauren. A.K.A. Ava Story, if you're familiar with her on the Indies or in uh, Impact or Shine or anything, against Lacey Evans. Is it Lacey Evans? Always Lacey get her Evans. Na- I always get her name wrong. You always call her Evers. You know why? Why? I don't like her. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's not a thing just to her. Like, most wrestlers, I don't... I'll get their name wrong in my head or when I write them down because I don't like them. Mm. However, this was the epitome of a squash match. There really was nothing here. There's a salute, then a, a pretty good-looking moonsault by Lacey here, and then the finishing move, which she calls women's right, which is just a right-hand punch to the face. She pins Brandy Loren here. I Yeah, I thought her her like punch looked great on Kyrie. Sure. Other, uh, was it last week? Um, it looked really mm-hmm. solid, and I thought it looked kind of weak, and they were clearly trying to cover it with the camera angles they were yeah. doing the replay what i do like is her her handstand bronco buster i think does look really cool sure. she like she stays up for quite a while before she hits it um yeah i'm not sold on her yet i'm i'm glad they're trying to build this division because Definitely. It, uh, it needs it like Oscar carried it for so long yes. And, so, and, and Ember was there too, and she's gone too. So yeah. it's like that's two major characters. And I like they're they're clearly building a a story with women that isn't uh, for the championship, but it's it's building up both Lacey and Kyrie. Which yes, is, well, is well great. that's and what this is what led to here, where after the match, uh, Lacey is going up the ramp, saluting, doing all that, and Kyrie saying attacks her, yeah, and beats her up and tosses her into the rain, goes up for the insane elbow but Lacey rolls away and Kyrie does her what is she doing with the her her scope like where have you gone how do you not have like pictures or boomerangs on Instagram of you doing the tele (laughs) it looks weird I guess it's like what are you doing if you don't know it like it's like a trombone almost I don't know it's strange I I Uh, really like the gold she was in I thought thought she looked badass she this made the most sense for Kyrie I'm not a fan of I'm not a fan of the whole character but this makes her look more badass because she attacks her getting revenge Beats her up, and she has like pink dyed hair, kind of. She's wearing better tight t- gear here. She looked. She, she looked she better. Looked, she didn't look as. She I mean, look obviously as, she's saying, but but she didn't look as. She like, look like bubblegum anymore. Yeah, she looks like a, um, a rock star now. She's she like, really like kicked her ass and looked. Good. And and it's going to lead to a match again between yeah. these two, which she'll hopefully go over. Um, you, Have I mentioned I love Kyrie Sane? You got a new cell phone because your drunk ass got your. You lost the phone no, in the cab at karaoke yeah, last week. Yeah. So uh, you got a new phone and you were showing me this. What is it? A Galaxy? What? Uh, it's the S7. You uh, you showed me your your wallpaper yeah. on your phone is a character uh, like a cartoon of Kyrie Zane on a telescope, I believe, or something. So the full picture is oh her. It's it's really cool. I just googled like Kyrie Zane art. Wow. Uh, so Google Images it. It's a <laughs> nerd. It's yeah, fuck you. Um, it's it's a really cool picture of her uh, sure. in her gear with a pirate hat, yep. looking in the telescope. Sure. But the full picture is 
the NXT title. Okay, whatever. Which oh, cool. she's looking at the title. She's looking at okay, the title. Okay, cool. And yeah. then your your lock screen is the photo of you and Kyrie. Oh yeah, in New Orleans, which you can yeah. see on my Instagram. Yeah. The greatest moment yeah. of my life. <laughs> really? That's your. <laughs> yeah, that's number one. Meeting you, number two. Oh, oh there we go. You, there we go. You Aren't cheeky. I cute? Yeah. Uh, well, I did. You did show me your wallpaper. You really love Kyrie, and maybe she'll beat up uh, Lacey uh, Evans soon. Um... And I'd like to see more of Brandy Lauren, uh, Ava's story. She's she's really young and she's really green, but she's yeah. I, she, I don't know anything of yeah, her. Yeah, I'd like to, to see be honest. Me. Didn't really get to yeah. Know oh, she. I mean, this. this was like a two second match. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> this was a strange segment. Alistair Black <laughs> is being followed by the camera crew with the interviewer. They were inspired by the West Wing, I felt. It was a very Aaron Sorkin, just walking and talking. He's walking and talking. And, like, Alistair is very slow and somber all the time. That's his, like, his shtick. And it was weird. It looked like he had hard work talking and walking at the same time. I know. It It was was strange. He's wearing all black and a blue vest over all black. It was strange. And his title was not with him, but it doesn't matter. Uh, But but Dan Mather was interviewing him. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Orny Lorcan, for telling us that Dan Mather is the interviewer um, on his Twitter. Um, So Alistair Black. So tonight we're going to see Ricochet versus uh, Velveteen Dream is coming up next. Mm -hmm. And they're interviewing about him. And the winner of that is... uh, Presumably getting an NXT title shot. It's like an unofficial number yeah, one contender exactly. match. Yeah. And Alistair says, if I face Dream, everyone knows my history with him, so I'll beat him again. But if it's Ricochet, he calls himself the one and only. Well, let's find out. And he walks away into the Full Sail parking lot. I just didn't understand where are you walking, where are you going, where are you coming from? You're not on the show tonight, so like just confusing but that's nxt backstage segments for you um and speaking of backstage segments we go to dakota kai being interviewed again dan matha Dan <laughs> doing double duty dan matha doing double duty asking dakota kai questions here with his iphone everyone sticks out their iphones and uh recorders and they're saying uh what's going hey, dakota dakota what's going on with nikki cross and dakota says i don't know what's going on with nikki cross she is crazy and, of course, this leads to some crazy woman in the background laughing. And as it gets louder, it's Nikki Cross. And Nikki Cross pulls out her, uh, not her uh, Galaxy uh, 7 with Kyrie Zane as the wallpaper. No, she but... pulled out my S6 that I lost last week. Yeah. <laughs> and she found it in the yeah, cab. she found it. Uh, she pulls out an iPhone and she's video recording in, right in her face here. And she says... Uh, when are you going to fight? I can't do uh, Scottish accents, uh, but I, maybe you're better at it. But no, she yeah. says, uh, uh, when are you going to fight Shayna? Hey, Dakota, you're going to fight. You're going to fight. Ah, you're going to fight. You're going to Her gimmick's crazy if you yeah. didn't understand. Uh, <laughs> you're going to fight. You're going to fight Shayna Baszler. And then walks off and it fades out. Uh, so Nikki's crazy. I find this so weird. I just We wrote, were laughing. We I watched just, this together yeah, and we were laughing. I just wrote, this. Dakota is scared of everything. I'm like, maybe this isn't the, only the career thing, for you. The, o- <laughs> like, <laughs> the yeah. only thing she's not afraid of is wearing chokers. Because that's what she's <laughs> wearing every time. Yeah. I, I don't know. I th- You're right. As I said, I think she's playing it well. It's the, it's what she's being given. It's just really fucking weird. It's just weird. Yeah. It's not. It's not necessarily bad. You're right. Like she's just not weird. playing it badly. Like she's just performing weird. it well. It's just like, come on, stop being scared of everyone. Yeah, like you're a wrestler. Like, what did you expect? Sorry, you're a sports entertainer. What did yeah. you think was going to happen? You're yeah. going to fight people. Um, speaking of fights, a fight that I really thought was quite good. Uh, 
Velveteen Dream versus Ricochet. Now, last week they uh, were on the microphone talking trash to one another, which I thought was good. And now the matchup leading to it, uh, Velveteen Dream comes out um, to the ring. And Full Sail is hot tonight. They love Velveteen Dream. He is over. They're chanting Velveteen. They're chanting Dream. Ricochet comes out with his crazy lasers and the zoom in of his hand. What do you think of his entrance? That's yeah, like cool. It. I it's like really it. Cool. Yeah. yeah, I think lasers in an entrance are really yeah. cool and it works for him. Um, who makes more money, uh, Ricochet or Will Ospreay? <laughs> I'd say Ospreay. Ospreay? All yeah. right. We'll leave it at that. For now. <laughs> um, He's going to... Listen... His career will end soon, surely. Like, don't say that. No, I don't want it. He's he's great. I, I know, know I, I, know I shit on Ospreay, but he's fucking great. But, like, how is he alive? We'll see. I was just watching Villain and Ospreay again today. Oh, such a good match. Yeah, if you haven't watched that match, go watch it. Um, Ricochet here is super over, and so is Velveteen Dream. So the, all the people in Full Sail are crazy, going crazy for both of them, chanting both their names. Well, we both said as well, how is this not the main event? Yes, like, we both said NXT how is this not the main a few event? months ago, this would have been the main event, but it's so good at the moment. This is the, this is the best era of NXT, in my opinion, because we have so much going on here. Um, Mauro Ronaldo says that Full Sail right now is more lit than Thomas Edison's basement. <laughs> Ricochet the match starts here Ricochet uh, they're doing arm wrenches and out trying to out grapple each other essentially Ricochet mocks doing the dreams like poses and kind of weird things there taunts and stuff they're doing rest holds and stuff Ricochet tries to go for his uh, I'm just going to call it what it is flippy shit and Dream out flippy shits Ricochet he out flippies the flipper he does a bunch of crazy... He copies Ricochet's head scissors, standing head scissors moves, throws him to the outside and does some... Cr- lands on his feet, but then ends up getting kicked to the outside. Ricochet does his own flips, lands uh, lands into the ring, back does his backflip where he fakes a, a jump but lands on his feet, and then Dream slides in to do like a pose-off almost. Very, very cool. Very cr- The crowd is just crazy for all of these guys, both these guys. Um, they keep countering each other for move for move here where they go and they bump each other's heads and it looks like they literally do yeah. but it's a good just a really good spot real really good camera angle and they're both selling it and and this is where me and you are watching this and all of a sudden the crowd just turns all of a sudden they start booing and nothing's nothing's necessarily happening in the match but when a crowd the attention gets taken off it instantly means in my opinion someone's running in yeah and this is where the GOAT. <laughs> Lars Sullivan. Five star Lars. Five star Lars. Hashtag five star Lars. Interferes and he tosses Ricochet. And when I mean tosses, he throws him. Then he picks up um, Dream here. Beats the hell out of him too. Hits the Lars slam there. Whatever you call it. He is tossing these guys around like rag dolls. And then poses in the middle of the ring while both these guys are laid out. And says, I want the NXT title. Lars, the GOAT, the referee announces that this match is a no contest and fades to black. Yeah, this is great. I love this. Yeah. Lars is the greatest. I... You hate Lars Sullivan? Fuck you. You just got five <laughs> stars. What do you got? Lars is the greatest. Fight me on it. Fight me. Tell me why Lars isn't the best. <laughs> Tell me why Lars isn't the next better Braun Strowman. Because he does a pop-up power slam. Braun like, lifts the guy up, whatever. This guy's doing pop-ups. 
I, I pref- yeah, I prefer his pop-up power slam to his actual finish, which yes. is like I the, know, you which is kind of like a slam, Urinagi, rock yeah. bottom kind of thing. Five star life. Um, I I really liked how they started the match with wrestling. Yes, because I like I can I can imagine doubters of and I think this is where the Bucks have been great recently as well mm-hmm. is shown like the yeah. Bucks and Osprey yeah. sorry but both, both completely those people have evolved into more of a exactly. storytelling and they're like yo we can wrestle when the flippy we, like I, I, I call it flippy shit because that's what everyone likes to call it when that actually kicks in in a storytelling match it's more effective exactly so. and I loved how uh, I mean we've we've only seen this third time we've seen Ricochet yes uh, on NXT fair so I'm I'm thinking Doubters who only follow WWE sure. and they're like, sure, this guy does insane stuff. But to start the match with the the trading of holds and stuff, I thought was was really effective. I really like seeing Dream do the flippy stuff. Uh, he's yeah. good at it. He, he is really good at he's, it. He's Dream is he's in crazy a athletic star. Shape, like though. he's yeah, he's great. Um, and I'm th- I'm thinking they should go with a four way for the championship in Chicago. Hmm, um, interesting. We haven't seen a four way for a, we haven't seen a multi man match for the championship True. I don't feel uh, Black has a hot feud with anyone at the you're moment right, you're right. so I think it kind of makes the most sense to have these three go sure. for it and we just said that Gargano and will Chapa will main event so exactly so I think I'm instead okay of that. having one of these three win I think we'll probably have a as announced at the end of the show, we've yes, got a, a yes. handicap match next week. Yeah, yeah. I picture some screwy finish. You know Maybe what? Dream right. and Ricochet turn on each other as well. And I I feel a four-way would make sense. I agree with everything you just said. I want to see that four-way. The only thing I have a problem with, I really want to see Ricochet and Dream again. Yeah. I want to see that down the that, line. Like a proper, NXT championship, like in a year or so. Like a proper 20-minute, 25-minute yeah, half-hour battle here. Because those like, guys are good. They had what? Ten minutes. They had today. not even, not like, even and out. it was it was pretty good. interesting. Was I really was get, Lars got heat because people were pissed, and the crowd was split. Like Just they were really it. split between the two. Yeah, um, yeah, they were. Uh, Dream is like a heel, but he's the face heel. Yeah. Also, I've been listening to a lot of Prince lately. Oh just, yeah. Just because. Uh, uh, is it Sinead O'Connor? Sinead O'Connor, mm. uh, Nothing Compares to You, was originally written by Prince but, for a side project and then given to her and then she released that as an oh, crazy huge song. I didn't realize that. I thought he just covered it. And the original, he has originally recorded with his band and that version has been released uh, and it's such a fantastic oh, song. Oh yeah, Go check I out. remember um, I was in Toby's one night and... I'm pretty sure I might be getting my wires crossed, but I'm pretty sure Sinead O'Connor went missing around the time Prince oh. died. Um, oh, interesting. Yeah, which and I remember a guy at Toby's did the Prince version. Sure. Uh, Toby's is a is a bar dive in Toronto. Bar. Like, um, yeah, that does karaoke bar. Sundays and Mondays with the great Jason Rowland, hey. legend. Um, but yeah, he did. Uh, he did it kind of as a tribute to both sure. of them because no one knew where Sinead. I don't know which version I like better, like. but I like both. Both versions. Um, Sinead's is really nice, though. It's so it's, sad, though. It's like yeah. one of the saddest songs. Yeah. Like the Scientist by Coldplay. You just want to cry when you hear uh, montage. I know songs. Sad. Yeah, you'd hear it in wrestling. Um, someone who doesn't make me want to cry is Kona fucking Reeves, the goat of NXT. <laughs> oh my goodness. Kona Reeves versus Raul Mendoza. Um, Raul's getting some screen time because he was on NXT last week losing to uh, EC3, I believe. Wasn't that like just last week? Uh, so, Raul's getting some yeah. screen time. Uh, NXT's finest. And Percy mentions that 
last last time we saw Kona Reeves, he only had one chain. Well, guess what? This week, Kona's got two chains because he literally has a chain with the word, with the letter K on it or something. Like, come on. And he's also whitened his teeth. Yeah, he yeah. has, and his hair looks a little clearly you're not next listener. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, oh, maybe. Dude, my teeth look like oh, that. Oh, oh no, shit. maybe. Oh. I'm whitening them. Oh, no. If the Brit's telling me my teeth... Oh! <laughs> oh. Uh, we love you, Kona. <laughs> I actually do love you in a weird way, Kona, <laughs> but get better. Um, <laughs> Nigel McGuinness pisses me off because he says that there's <laughs> flashes of The Rock's charisma in Kona Reeves. Great Come accent. on. Great Sorry. Yeah. That's, my, that's my best Nigel. Um, I don't know. That was weird. Um, it's too early to say that. Kona basically works on him until Raul gets a flying enziguri to the face. Um, Raul goes for a springboard into the ring, gets hit with a big boot, then the Hawaiian drop by NXT's finest, and Kona Reeves pins Raul Mendoza. This was a squash. This was nothing fancy Okay, at all. I kind of feel like you're going to shit on this match. I actually quite liked it. I just don't... I'm not buying Kona Reeves at all. I thought it was a way better showing from Kona Reeves than it was the other week. Sure. Um, he looks like he's like changed his outfit a bit. His his entrance gear, maybe his ring gear, I, maybe a I tattoo. I think his music was different. I swear it is, Because yeah. I'm pretty sure... Because we used his music two weeks ago. It's like dubstep or something. Yeah, it was like... Yeah, and it know. sounded different, but... I thought it got good heat from the crowd for this. Sure. Like, um, I don't know, it's too early People to were tell, actually starting to get behind Mendoza. I thought Mendoza... Well, hey, he was doing some cool spots. Yeah, I thought his step-up in Zaguri looked great. Definitely. Um, I thought Kona looked a lot uh, cleaner and crisper with his moves than he did the other week. I like his aggression. I didn't realize how tall he was, too. He's a tall guy, yeah. yeah. Um, I didn't like... I, I, I'm not sold on the Hawaiian drop. <laughs> to be honest, that's, his, that's gonna be his move it's, for time. Yeah, it's isn't Naya using the Simone drop? She's used Simone drop. Yeah, yeah. it's. I find finishes weird because, like, this is. I feel it, like grew up maybe in the best era of finishes. Sure. Okay, people go on about the Attitude Era and all that. Like, and it's. I don't. I don't think it's as great as people remember it to be. Sure, sure, sure. But the finishes. People are gonna hate then, on me for that. No. <laughs> But I feel the finishes back then are so iconic and like Stone Cold Stunner, Tombstone, if you, Rock Bottom, and all that. And then yeah. you see something like a Hawaiian drop. Hawaiian drop, and I'm like, can you see that finisher? Can that be the main event of can WrestleMania? That be the main event of WrestleMania, the move that wins the title? No, no, <laughs> it can't. And exactly, I mean, fair point. Like, and NXT is a whole learning process, and we've seen. I think. You brought it up the other week, uh, I think, uh, about Seth Rollins, and he had this... I, I can't remember if this was on the podcast or just us talking. He's on fire at the moment. Yeah, and, and in Seth my Rollins... opinion, it's because he has a stop now. And it, it, it centers everything I else around him. I think that's part of it, because his... Uh, I loved Seth Rollins during his, like, yeah, Money you, in the Bank and the title Rollins reign. Dude, yeah. I'm a huge Rollins fan, and then he got injured, and he came back, and you're like... Uh, something's different. Not clicking. Um, he's clicking right now, and he's clicking so well right now. And I think that stomp—it just looks, yeah. It lo- that's how you win a match. Yeah. You stomp on a guy's fucking head. Yeah. Look, and I remember Brock Lesnar taking that at that uh, main at Mania, Mania. Right? and yeah. he died. Yeah, like, he died. 
So, oh, and in their their triple threat with Cena, which was one of the best oh, matches I've ever great seen. Great match. So, so yeah, the the stomp definitely a finishing move definitely helps. And I mean, not there's way worse moves than this Hawaiian drop. No, too. of course. Yeah, it's just yeah, and I hope yeah. Like I, I quite like his aggression. Sure. I said that on the first match. I just felt he it looked like a cleaner match this time. Maybe because he was at he wasn't against. I mean, I'm not saying round. He, sure. was, he was against an unknown the first time, whereas this time, well, you've seen Raul Mendoza yeah, a little he's bit. He's just the jobber. Of he's a jobber, but like he's yeah. a jobber we know. And I thought uh, Mendoza looked decent as the well. Hawaiian drop. It sounds like a drink, yeah. or a shot, a drop shot drink. What would what, it be? Uh, it'd be pineapple juice, Malibu. coconut. Yo, Malibu. Malibu. Uh, what would else you put in it? Something with finest. Uh, a drop. Maybe you drop it in like Red Bull. Oh so. Jesus. Malibu and Red Bull. Malibu and the new coconut Red Bull. Oh, oh. that's the Hawaiian drop. Oh. And every time you do it, you go finest, finest. Because when you do a kamikaze, you gotta go woo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when are we next going out? After we record this show, we'll order a. No, it's it's Toronto. It's gone too. Oh, <laughs> damn it! We're in a soft city. We'll go to another house party. Where's John away? <laughs> um, Kathy Kelly is backstage with a microphone. I thought it was Dan Matha. No, this is actually oh, Kathy okay. Kelly. Right, this okay. is Kathy Kelly on screen, and she says, "I'm I, I'm just backstage here, and I'm trying to get a word with. Oh, oh, he's here, and and and, and Ricochet is is seen in the hallway here backstage, and uh, he is he is trying to knock knock on William Regal's door, and." I, if you ask me, kayfabe wise, Kathy Kelly is in love with Ricochet. Yeah, and we had a few of our listeners reply, being like, "Hey, is Kathy Kelly supposed to be like in love with him? Is that the storyline?" And that's very subtle, but it looks like it's continuing on there. <laughs> but never mind that. Um, she's with Ricochet, and she's like, "Hey, what are you doing?" And he's like, "I'm trying to get." He's banging. He's about to go in. Sorry, he's not even knocking. I think he's trying to just go into William Regal's office, and he says, "I'm trying. I need to talk to William Regal. I want a match with Lars." And this is where Velveteen Dream interferes here. And he says, well, I want Lars Sullivan. We must have something in common. So they both open the door and they go into William Regal's office together. Which really was just like some like janitor's closet. Yeah. With this <laughs> Probably going to go do drugs or something. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, so, I mean, then they announced that it is, in fact, next week, a handicap match. Ricochet and Velveteen Dream against Lars Sullivan. But uh, uh, we both don't read ahead, and it makes the show a little bit more enjoyable that way. Um, that makes more sense to me. At the at the paper, pay-per-view, takeover, whatever special, Fatal 4-Way for the NXT title makes way more sense. But that's kind of futuristic booking. So next week is the handicap match. But if you ask me, you're right about that. Uh, what, I mean, right? Yeah, that I mean, sense. I... I don't want to see. I like Lars. I think he's great. In these, I think he's great in these multi-man matches. Yeah, he's gonna I, destroy. He's gonna he kill. just comes in, does these spots. He's I, getting booked like Braun. I don't want to see uh, Lars against Black. I don't want to see that. Mm-mm. And I feel it's kind of early for either Ricochet or Velveteen to yes. be a true challenger. This is a safe match. So I think this be a is good match. this is a black win. Yeah, yeah. With a lot of really cool spots. Sure. Um, yeah, I. I think it'll be good. I think. Um, I'm just going to get a cider. <laughs> Go get a cider. Do you want one? Yeah. <laughs> Backstage, this was really weird. There's like a selfie video handy cam of heavy machinery 
and they're talking about doing stakes and weights and uh, a bunch of bullshit. Um, Willow the Wisp is there. I tried looking up what Willow the Wisp in Pokemon is. TM sixty one. Yeah. Sorry, TM sixty one. And I couldn't find what it is it's probably one of those like soft moves like leer remember those like where it's like your opponent's accuracy lowered like okay cool thanks but that doesn't help me win the fucking battle yeah. i feel like that's what tm61 really is so they did pick a good name because that's <laughs> what their move is they don't get very far uh but they interfere in this video here and uh they're basically making fun of heavy machinery they say uh looks like all you guys do is eat or something like that and then uh, Doz, Dozovich here says, <laughs> they should have reshot that. Next week! Anyplace, anytime! So, what you just said next week. He says, no, next no. week we'll, we'll find out. Any place, anytime. We'll, we'll wait, yeah. Next, oh, week next, is, next week will probably be Wednesday at Next Tea, full sale. And it'll be in the mid part of the show. Not the, main, <laughs> not the main event. And we'll probably lose to Team uh, 61. I find... We don't we don't like cheaters is what they said. I, I find Otis Dozovich fascinating to yes, watch. Yes, yes. Because You're I, I don't know if I, I think I hate it's him or awful, love him or I think it's brilliant. Is he like I Macho Man he, level? I feel like, he stepped out of the eighties <sighs> and it just feels so out of place, but I think I kind of like it. Love it's it. Strange. Um, not, you're not wrong. And Tucker Knight And he's he's interesting. Uh, he's a small guy. Like, I mean, I wouldn't he's, say he's that. big. <laughs> I would not say that. But like, he was shorter than sure. Uh, Tim sixty one. Oh, whoa! I, really? I'm pretty sure. Like he, Aussies he didn't look tall. a tall guy. Damn. Um, I just, I don't know. I'm, I'm fascinated whenever I watch him because I'm just like, no, I, I you don't just, disagree you're, with you. You're being weird, and I, I, I think I like it. <laughs> That's like when me and you are at a, a, a bar or karaoke or club or somewhere, and then we know each other too well. We're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You're being weird. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so next week we're gonna see heavy machinery, heavy machinery against TM61. So take my money. Yeah, please. Uh, <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> the main event time is a six-man tag team match here: Oni Lorkin, Danny Birch, and Pete Dunne versus Undisputed Era: Roderick Strong, Adam Cole, and Kyle O'Reilly. Um. Yeah, uh, and only Lorcan and Danny Birch. I, this is the first time I've seen them do it. I think are doing this one-two thing. Yeah, so is their tag team now called one-two? I I guess maybe. Um, I don't know. I don't I don't get what it means, but it, it's cool. It's I cool. They've someone, got a thing. I saw someone on Twitter saying that uh, Danny Birch is uh, uh, sorry. Only Lorcan uh, watched Progress once, and now he thinks he's British. <laughs> so only Lorcan thinks he's British. Um, also, I, Pete Dunne looks like a lion. Yeah. <laughs> His long hair. He just looks like a lion. I don't know. Tell me I'm wrong. I'm not. He Tell me Pete Dunne on tonight's episode didn't remind you of, like, a lion. So, sorry. I'm The, the one-two thing I find odd, because, like, in wrestling, one, I'm conditioned for one, two, two three. So three. It, can't, it kind of makes them, look them sound they like can't they, they the can't get the three. Well, we'll find out in this match if yeah. they can get the three. Um, also, uh, can we get... <coughs> Matching tracksuit tops like Oni and Danny. What would with I say? With post, with post with yours post, with the and then with the British flag. You get and the, yours with the Canadian. Okay, flag. so I get the maple leaf and you get the Union Jack. Yeah. All right. Oh, I kind of like that. Yeah. That would be ours. Yeah. Right, we need T-shirts with that on it. Yeah. Oh, book That's, it. Yeah. Book it. We need a T-shirt store. Would anyone buy up next shirts? We'll find. <laughs> it. We'll see. We'll see. If you would, we'll work on some shirts. 
Um, I would buy a oh, Danny... Maybe armbands, like... Yeah, Undisputed Era armbands. Uh, well, Undisputed Era, are they're all wearing their armbands, and uh, they all come in the ring here, Undisputed, and they all do their pose where Kyle O'Reilly, and this is all at the same time, Adam Cole does his Adam Cole baby, where the crowd does it. Roddy does his, like, I'm a wrestler pose, and Kyle does his, like... Punchy thing. Punchy kick thing. So it's a cool pose. I like it. Did you see the picture they posted this week? With them all? Them sunbathing with their titles. <laughs> yes, I thought that was very funny. <laughs> it's Undisputed Era's in a pool somewhere or in a beach somewhere, and they're all posing like with their shirts off with the titles, getting uh, with the suntan lotion on their Kyle yep. Riley's nose, I think, or whatever. <laughs> very funny. Um, so this match starts. This was a great match. If you did not watch NXT this week, go watch it simply because. This was fun. Um, these six guys are going to kill the, the hell out of each other. It starts off with Kyle O'Reilly and Danny Birch grappling. Um, Roddy gets in and Pete Dunne is very, still very angry, so he tries to attack Roddy all the time. There's an early spot here where um, Pete Dunne, Danny Birch, and Oni Lorcan all have Cole, Kyle, and Roddy respectively all in the same we're going to break your hands. Triple kind of wishbone, as Nigel So, it. yeah, Nigel and the British person, of course, knows what to call it. Why? I have a question for you. Why do all British people end Oni Lorcan? Why do all British people like to hurt or break other people's fingers? What do you mean? <laughs> Marty Skrull does it. Pete Dunne does it. Every time we watch Progress, someone's trying to break someone's did fingers. You, did you not do that at school? You didn't break people's fingers? Yeah, like... Someone annoys you. You don't ask them for a fight. You just break their fucking fingers. What? No, hey, it's normal. Uh, no. Teachers would do it. Like oh. you miss a homework deadline, <laughs> break your fingers. Shh. Oh, Canadians are soft. <laughs> <laughs> well, we already know that. Um, also, uh, Pete Dunn wasn't wearing maroon. Oh, wow. Did you notice that? Wow. Like he always. Maybe that's wears... why he looked more like a lion this time. Yeah. I, I, I liked his new jacket with the bear wolf kind of weird looking logo. His logo, I like that. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly hits a few knees to Pete Dunne and kills him. There's a backbreaker now by Roddy on Pete Dunne. A pump kick by Adam Cole on Dunne. They're just beating the hell out of Pete Dunne. Pete finally tags in Lorcan. He, he fights off Roddy and Kyle. Does a half and half suplex on Roddy. A blockbuster on Adam Cole. Tags in Birch and then does a huge tope to the outside. Then Birch uh, turns Roddy inside out with a clothesline. Pete forearms Cole. From this point on, it's just madness. Like, trying to write down spots in this match is just too crazy. This was nuts. Um, Pete lands on his feet from a German at one point. Half Nelson backbreaker on Birch by Roddy. An Ushiguroshi and then a running kick combo by Cole and and, and Kyle O'Reilly. And me and you both bid on this. We thought this match was over. And it was not... Uh, Birch dumps Cole and then Roddy hits like this like cross face. There's a spot where every single guy on that same team has everyone else undisputed error in a submission move. There's a cross face, a half crab, and the the guillotine like uh, wrist lock. Mm. All on these guys and Roddy. And this is like real. If if this were a real fight, this is what how you would break this up. Roddy somehow manages to kick out of the the, the half crab, sending Oni into. Pete Dunne and Adam Cole, which sends them flying to break up the crossface from Birch onto Kyle O'Reilly, breaking up all the submissions. Really cool spot here. Uh, Pete and Adam Cole fight each other over the top ropes. They basically suplex each other out of the ring. Then there's the tag teams in the ring fighting. There's just chaos. My notes literally so say... So did you mention, like, 
there was this suplex neck yeah, break yeah, that was, on the rope. Where they both and, went out the ring. Yeah, and I was I like, what the hell? I'm like, that looks so dangerous. Yeah, it was uh, crazy. It looked awesome. I, I've not seen that before, like a suplex rope just, neck Just re- really ridiculous. Uh, I literally wrote down, what the fuck? Because there's just crazy spots here. Then uh, the finish comes when Oni Lorcan hits a double blockbuster on both Kyle O'Reilly and Roderick Strong. And then they, Danny Burch and Oni pick up the carcass of Kyle O'Reilly and do a wheelbarrow DDT combo, and they pin Kyle O'Reilly. Wow, that Big was surprise. Nuts. Yeah, I thought for sure. Um, Undisputed era lost. I I felt if like I we know that uh, British Strong Style Undisputed match is coming out, and we 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 talk about it this has every to be. week. It has to be. But I was I was convinced we were going to have. Like uh, uh, the Brits and only lose, yes, and then yes. get beaten down. Like yes. they get cheated, they're beaten down, and then the others For run sure. down to save. But it was interesting that um, was it Danny Birch got the pin. Danny Birch like, got the. Pin I was on sure out of the Kyle three, took it, like yeah. if like it would we be joked done. We wa- we were watching this together, and we joked out of we said, "Oh, I bet uh, Oni or." Birch has taken this fall, like that just makes sense. And it was Kyle O'Reilly who lost here. He got pinned. But in my opinion, this was great. I'm, I want to see more you know, of Oni and Birch now. I don't want to sound patronizing or anything, but I'm so happy for Danny yeah. Birch and Oni Lorcan yeah. because I can't think of a bad match I've seen exactly from either exactly. of them. Because they we... just have the the generics. And I'm, sure. I said to you as we were watching it, I was like, I'm pretty sure I've seen Danny Birch. Like I've seen. Yeah. I've been going to UK indie shows for. A while, and um, so I'm. I've seen all these guys before. But you're not f- super and I, familiar. I don't with remember him. seeing Danny Burch. He looks looking. so generic, right? But both are so good. And there was that uh, that moment earlier in the match where uh, Lorcan gets the the hot tag. Sure. And you think you look at the three guys, and you assume you're waiting for. For someone for to, beat to up. get the yeah, hot tag yeah, yeah, because yeah. he's the star sure. of that team. It's very well and spread you're out. You're looking at Lorcan and he he looks so like not even generic. He doesn't. He's unassuming. Sure. And gets that hot tag and fucking lights up the ring. Yeah, it was um, good. I, the three of them are fantastic. I'm and I want to see that tag match now I, I want yes. I want people see, to they get did their job. these yeah, guys they did their job I want that to be the tag team match for Chicago Kyle O'Reilly and Roderick Strong are the tag team champions like pretty essentially because yeah. Fish is out so yeah. those are the champions Roddy and uh, and and uh, Kyle O'Reilly yeah. and Roddy and now Birch and Oni Lorcan deserve a title shot they, and they now we get it and you know what match. that should be the takeover absolutely match. 100% they have sold me because because maybe a month ago I would have been like yeah they're great but you know what I want to see uh, British Strong see style. but you know what work, right yeah. now I need to see this as a tag straight on tag match between Undisputed and, and Birch and, and Lorcan because agree more. that is going to be fire like, give them time it will like, good. be sick for sure I can't wait for that match that sounds great uh, and that's the end here. Uh, and then they do their their pose with the one two. They're really pushing that. That's maybe their tag name. Yeah, uh, they do two. like a one two high five. Yeah, thing. it's weird, but um, um, it's cool. I, I I'm I'm super behind this. That was a fun match. Um, go check it out if you haven't. Great episode of NXT. The NXT is not missing. It's I, I my last note was it's just such a well booked show. And it's only an hour long. It's only an hour and. 
And I'm surprised they fit so many matches in when yeah. it's an hour. Because I think of, like, main event or whatever, which is also sure. an hour. And you get... <laughs> Although it wasn't... Tr- uh, there was a bunch of UK guys that have been announced for the UK tournament. And there was a bunch of UK guys on 205. I think, like... I'm pretty sure Tyler Bate was on 205. I don't watch, but like that. Do, do you have the list of the... There's a bunch, like the wanna... El Ligero, Tigero guy. I'm not huge on him, but... Um, well, I'm going to start with the feedback. You find the list. I'm sure. going to read the first bit of feedback here. Um, every week, we read our feedback. Again, you can tweet us, Instagram us, at the D at Davey Portman, or our feedbacks every Wednesday night when NXT is airing, forum.postwrestling.com, forum.postwrestling.com. I'm going to read from Charbel from Victoriaville, Quebec. He says, what a wonderful episode of NXT, first time I watched live, and before I knew it, it was already over. I would love to say the same about Raw. I was waiting for some physicality from Ciampa. It was the only thing missing from that segment. Wait, you wanted to see <laughs> Champa attack Candice? I, I remember saying, oh man, imagine if he, he were to attack her. That would, that would send it over the edge. I don't know if I want to see that. I, I feel if this is Attitude Era. Yeah. She'd be already... He, no, no, he wouldn't have... Piled he'd have kissed her or something. Yeah, I feel like a kiss could still happen nowadays. It's, I think he's the kind of character who would... Do that well when the, he was saying in the in the in the promo like when I was standing up at your wedding I thought they were gonna go that route yeah but they didn't so which is cool too I don't I don't mind if they don't um, he says uh, by the way Davey I'm the one who tagged you on on uh, Twitter about the Kyrie Zane Mother's Day post I want to tell you that Kyrie Zane is lit AF. And if you love Kyrie, then I love Dakota Kai. I think he's basically saying you can have Kyrie, which is very strange. But thank you, Sharba. Thank you. You're giving me Kyrie. I, I mean, <laughs> let's not say that. It's I thought <laughs> I thought it started off with like he was challenging me to a a match, a fight. Yeah. Oh, he's gonna challenge you to a fight uh, to see. But he's taking uh, Dakota Kai. Cat Dakota the Kai. Scaredy Cat emo girl <laughs> Dakota Kai. Um, we're still. Although I wouldn't mind listening to My Chemical Romance to go, <laughs> go sneaky deeds on a Friday. You can listen to some uh, Japan X. Uh, you don't know who that is, no. but it's a great uh, Japanese uh, classic metal band. Someone somewhere loves Japan X. Endless Rain, someone. Um, I feel like we need those Kyrie Zane kiss cards. Uh, we're going to have to get those Kyrie Zane kiss cards. I want to ask a one. It's maybe, 2018, maybe, Braden. Come maybe on. A, maybe like. a Peyton Royce kiss card. Oh. Um, he says, uh, he wrote more here, and I'm going to read it. He says, We were laughing out loud about Strong being a dad, but my wife likes Lacey Evans just because we saw her daughter on the May Young Classic last time. Because like, her gimmick is she has a, she's, a, she's a mother, Lacey Evans. Lacey yeah, Evans' yeah. daughter was on the May Young Classic? Uh, I think they brought it up in, the, in something. Oh, fuck. I thought you yeah. meant wrestling. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Definitely Team not. Moms. Uh, question. I heard WWE signed the two last four horsewomen of MMA. Does that mean Shayna will move up to the main roster faster than we think to build up the four horsewomen versus the four horsewomen? It's going to happen eventually. Build up the Survivor Series. That's November. But, You've like, no, time. no, no. Because, like, these. what if these people aren't ready? What if these, these women aren't ready to, to wrestle yet? No. I don't need to see this at all. Right now. Maybe a year, two years ago. I'm fine right now. No. Yeah. There's too many cooks right now. Um, they can go. He says, sorry to my English. <laughs> yes, Charbel, uh, it's okay. You, 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 you sound like Kevin Owens, Charbel, from Victoriaville, Quebec. Victoriaville, Quebec. Oh, okay. Because he, he's got the, the, the French, uh, the going French. on. 
Uh, Chris from Vancouver, pretty good episode tonight. I'm very intrigued and confused on where they are going leading up to the next takeover. I loved the opening segment with Ciampa. I already bought into the point where I thought he was going to hit Candice. See, everyone thinks mm. he... I, I kind of thought so too. He says... Uh, That's good. Like, suggestion is good. Yes. Like, you don't have to go as far as to do that. Sure. But the fact that he's selling his character so much that everyone believes that he would do that yeah, he would. He's yeah. a terrible human being. Um, he says that I was very disappointed that Dream and Ricochet turned into to something being related to Lars Sullivan. Hopefully this is just something to overcome for Ricochet to get his real program at TakeOver, either with an actual match with Dream or a title shot. Um, yeah, he's saying basically maybe it's Ricochet versus Black or Ricochet versus Dream, but Fade of Forward makes more sense to me. He says the main event was really good. Not sure where they go from here. If this was New Japan, Lorcan and Birch would automatically get a title shot. But since it's WWE, they probably won't even get a pre-show match. Nope, I think you're wrong here, uh, Chris from Vancouver. Because I think that's what we're going to see. In WWE, you beat the champion, you get a title shot. Yeah. That's usually how it goes. I think uh, I think Don loses his championship at the Royal Albert Hall. Oh. Uh, in this tournament. I think Don goes on to challenge Cole. For the North American. For the North American sure. Championship. I think uh, Birch and Lorkin go on against uh, Undisputed. Yep. Uh, you have the Fatal 4-Way. Solid card so you far. Have the, I mean, I don't know Hell in a Cell Ambulance and Final <laughs> Match. Against Three Champa. stages of hell. We're just fantasy booking it. Uh, and then Shayna Dakota, maybe? No, it's Shayna... Shayna Nikki. Shane and Nikki Dakota. Maybe there's a multi-person match, multi-women match. And then Lacey Kyrie, sure. I guess. There's some. There's time to figure it out. Yeah. There's some, and again, we, that's we what, try not to read ahead. At, yeah, we try not to read ahead, but... Look, I literally have no idea. Yeah, if, we if don't, I've but... It, yeah, yeah. Or what? Um, well, someone else who doesn't hear, let's see. Um, his, his name is only just Evil on the Post Wrestling Cafe Patreon. He says... I'm quitting SmackDown. I'm quitting Raw. The only thing I'm watching is NXT and New Japan. And it's been a great choice. The opening segment with Tomasa continuing to being a brilliant piece of shit is great. The Dream and Ricochet match was amazing while not giving it everything away and leaving us wanting more. Dakota Kai and Nikki Cross interaction was cringy. Not sure what to think of it. And the main event was full of good action and Pete Dunne continues to use fresh moves. Fuck the main roster. <laughs> Honestly, the only thing I've been watching is New Japan and NXT religiously and uh, wrestling's been great for me. So maybe uh, our friend here is onto something. I, I still, you know, will peek, peep in on the main roster, but New Japan, NXT... If you're not watching that, then what are you even doing? What are you even doing? Pappy in Dallas, Bray, hopefully you have insight since you've been to Full Sail. Does someone tell the audience to do only PG chants? I ask because mess him up Champa chant. The mess him up and not fuck him up. From a rabid fan base and like the Full Sail crowd. He says it's not really, P that's really PG. No one in Full Sail ever stopped me from chanting. I remember when I was there a few years ago. Um, but... That's full sale. Like there's kids there. I feel stuff. full sale. Yeah, it's more so. It's really small. More so than like the takeovers. I mean, takeovers is an. Champa Gargano. There was in Champa. New Orleans was not PG. Yes, not at in all. In the slightest. I feel people are are respectful. Like I feel, I feel awkward if I if I go to a show and, and there's, there's a family by me. I'm not gonna chant. Yeah. Fuck him up, Champa. Were we chanting weird things at Ring of Honor this week? I don't remember. 
Uh, not really. Yeah, see, like, because um, people were at... Oh, people were... You were chanting uh, Severus Snape at Switchblade, JY. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you were like, you Slytherin... <laughs> Slytherin bellend. <laughs> <laughs> he does look like uh, Snape. Yeah. From Harry Potter. Like young Snape. Young, like when, young when Snape. When he's fapping over Lily Potter. Oh, you know, God. Like, I don't even know what... You know I've only seen, like, four of those movies? You know the books, Brayden. I read, I read three of the books, and I've seen four of the movies. And then when I was in the theater for the fourth Harry Potter movie, got kicked out for talking. Yeah, so. He's got the hots for Harry's mum. Spoiler. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Okay. Um, he says, "Did you see the sign on Regal's door? It read Mr. Regal's office. How hilarious is that? Shouldn't it just read William Regal and maybe his title, General Manager? That sign would be like the president having a sign outside the Oval Office that reads." Mr. Trump's White House office. Mr. <laughs> Regal's NXT office looks like a project of my student at Full Sail, and the NXT producers use as an Easter egg joke. Gee, well, I mean, they were really going into a closet, is yeah. what you asked me, so I don't know. Um, <laughs> we have some more here. Uh, long-time listener, first-time feedbacker, Brendan in BC. Hello, Brendan. Again, forum.postwrestling.com, Wednesday nights. Brendan NBC says, I really enjoyed the show. Thanks for your work every week to me and you, David. Thank you. He says, Brayden, I know you said the past few weeks that Kona Reeves is a rib, but I'm pretty sure it's not. Oh, I agree with you now. <laughs> <laughs> he says, it makes it much funnier. I can't take a guy with those teeth and that awful grin seriously when he's trying to be a high society gimmick. Um... Let me preface this by saying I love Morrow. He's one of the best play-by-plays in the business, and I'm looking forward to his upcoming documentary. But when he said the NXT universe has more electricity or more lit than Thomas Edison's basement or something like that, he loses me completely. Yeah, I kind of, I'm in the same thing. Like yeah, you, I love, you groaned. I, I like yeah. pop references, uh, pop culture things, but sometimes it's just too over the top. He says the six man was really good. I'll be interested to see if Lorcan and Birch get the takeover match with Roddy and O'Reilly. Uh, they deserve it after tonight. What would you make the stipulation for the inevitable Ciampa and Gargano? Uh, Candice on a pole match, perhaps? <laughs> and that's how he ends. Thank you, Brendan from BC. I think we've decided it's going to be a hell in a cell, in our opinion. Yeah. But we'll see what happens with that. Okay, let's say let's say it's not an ambulance or hell in a cell. That's, I'm what, sorry, there's nothing else. What would you pick? A cage. Brown uh, Hannies. <laughs> uh, last man standing. I quit. They got. I don't know. I don't know. I can't see there hell being anything cell. else. Let's I think. It. Yeah. Hell in a cell. Let's do it. Sure. Uh, our last one here. We going to Chicago? Oh yeah, we we're going anyway. Aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> shh, shh, shh. We're booked before flip. Oh. <laughs> Charles in Louisiana. Charles, first time leaving feedback in the new Brady Davey era of Up Next. Is wow. this Chot like C H A W? This is the Charles oh, the from Charles. Louisiana. You've never heard of Charles before? No, I'm I sure he's hit you up. Me. Yeah, oh, he's the best. Charles Brady Davey. Wow, that's great. We need that on. Do we need those on? Charles? On our tracksuits. Wow. Yeah, great. Oh Jesus. Um, he says, I'm late, so I'll make this quick. Holy crap, Velveteen Dream and Rick Shea made me feel like I was watching NXT in 2015 again. I haven't watched NXT on a weekly basis since Nakamura was called up. Raul Mendoza was more impressive than Hawaiian Morrison. Agreed. I dig Lacey Evans' look. She can be a future superstar. But then again, we thought the same thing about Bailey Ooh. and looked with how that turned out. He's got a, que- a few questions. Is Ciampa the best heel in NXT history? If not, who is? Best, best heel, heel in, on the roster right best now. Best heel on the roster. Yeah. And best heel in NXT history. Sure, let's say that. I mean, 
Yeah. Best heel in wrestling. Right now. Right now. Definitely. There's no bigger prick than him. No. So... Definitely. That sounded funny. Uh, will, Pete, <laughs> will Pete Dunne drop the UK title against the winner of the UK tournament next month so he can compete for the North American? I think we already answered yep. that. Brayden, can you end this episode by playing one of your beats? Promote yourself, damn it. I should be playing more of my beats on the, Not this week. Uh, I thought you should play that Japanese song instead. What Japanese song? The one you told me about. Oh, Endless Rain. Yeah, let's play Endless that. Rain is a lit Japanese yeah. song. We went to karaoke in Tokyo with uh, some of the guys that I hung out with there. And we learned that Endless Rain... We watched some sort of Japanese TV. It's crazy. And we were watching this, I don't know, like VH1 or something in Japan. And it was Japan X. And we were all like dazzled by this one song called Endless Rain. So we started going out to karaoke rooms and stuff, and then I continued on. I went on a date, really, uh, with this Japanese girl, and I asked her about it, and she had no idea what it was. And then I, I chose it as a song to sing, and then as soon as the chorus kicked in, it's a half-English, half-Japanese song, and they were like, oh my god, I love, I know what this is. I feel like they're Guns N' Roses, but like Japanese version. Okay. And they, I'm pretty sure they played Coachella this year, like a, <laughs> like a reunion kind of thing. Right. I don't know. Ridiculous. So Endless Rain it is. Whatever, hear it. There um, was this similarly when I was uh, touring in Austria. Sure, there was this song. It's not Austrian, but there was this song that I'd hear all the time. It's is it Rob Thomas? No, it's <laughs> it was in like uh, Spanish or something, but it's called I say to Pego. Portuguese, Portuguese. Michael Tello. Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm Portuguese. It so. Not it, I'd never that's heard it in the UK. It's a banging tune. Oh, that's a tune. Um, but it was played so My much mom loves that those, I. Like knew all the words by the and like, I know I do it at karaoke. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and what you can do it at karaoke? Why have I not done that at karaoke? I'm, right, I am Portuguese, so here. like I I would appreciate that very much. So Sick song. Damn. All right, I'm impressed. Now I want to. But play yeah, that. I feel that's like my endless range. Sure, it's like never heard this song. And then by the end of my trip, I was like, banger. Endless rain is like my ringtone. Endless rain is like I'm gonna stop right now. But. <laughs> Thank you to everyone who posted feedback. Thank you, Charles. Thank you, everyone. Forum.postwrestling.com. Every Wednesday night, uh, 8 o'clock is when NXT on WWE Network airs. Post your feedback up there. Or you can find us every day, 24 hours in the world of the internet. It's a crazy place. On Twitter and Instagram, David, where can people find you? At Davey Portman with an I, not a Y. We post a lot of funny stuff on our Instagram stories. So uh, go follow. Like a picture of you wearing the new post wrestling t-shirt right now that uh, I just posted. So go to our Instagrams at the Bray D at Davey Portman um, postwrestling.com iTunes, Stitcher all your, uh, Spotify apparently I don't even, that's some, oh, yeah? somehow some, some way, I don't know uh, so go check those out uh, give us good reviews on all the podcast stuff. Uh, thank you to everyone who listens. Um, our, every week we're getting better and better and, and, and I appreciate Everyone who listens, tell your friends. Uh, we appreciate it. Every week, we review NXT. Uh, up next, Davey, anything else you'd like to say? Ahoy! Oh, God. Thank you. Be safe.
Whether it's Kroger Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Kroger has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply.